Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. Are you a fan of Ariana Grande? Yeah. I'm not like a diehard fan. For whatever reason, that stupid Charlie's Angels song is like stuck in my head. Don't call me Angel. Yeah. Which I'm like, eh. Yeah, and I, I like recently watched um, the preview for the movie because I forgot. It looks that... good. You think so? Yeah. Oh. Uh. You don't think so? I don't know if it's like something I'd be interested in, but honestly, like Kristen Stewart in the trailer surprised me because she was like the most dynamic character of the bunch. When I thought I would be like kind of over her acting, yeah. but yeah, I thought she looked great. I do too. She yeah. looked good. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Brian. <laughs> For real? <laughs> Did you not think I was recording? No, I swear I had no idea you had started recording. Well, I'm still Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Charlie's Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening to... Fruit, Fruit Snacks. Fruit fly, don't bother me. Fruit fly, don't bother me. Fruit fly, don't bother me. Well, welcome to the podcast, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So this podcast is called Fruit Snacks. We talk about gay shit. That's it. I just told somebody today that that's what we do. I know. People always ask me when it comes up in conversation. They're like, you have a podcast? What is it about? And I'm like... Just like that. You have a podcast? Yeah, with the heavy P. And I'm like, literally, I just always say, I don't know, gay shit? They're like, yeah, but what? And I was like... Gay stuff. Oh, do you want me to repeat it? Like, what? what I don't understand. <laughs> What part are you confused? The gay or the shit part? <laughs> are you homophobic? Yeah. Um, so this week we have a fruit fly for you. I keep you. forgetting we're recording. <laughs> we have a fruit fly for you. Um, it isn't a story, but I feel like a lot of people always ask about what training is like um, for flight attendants. Each, um, each company has their own method of training, but I feel like we all kind of have the same idea because it's federally regulated so you have mm-hmm. to have these certain checkpoints but um yeah first off did you even like training hated it hated it hated, hated it. it school's not my my gig well I lo- like i i like a learning environment i don't like the structure of like you're gonna learn and tomorrow you're gonna take a test and then you're gonna learn yeah. and the next day you're gonna take it like i just want to learn <laughs> i understand the testing part but it's just not for me and it was like at least the way my company designed it, it was like set up. I just found out that they're reducing it by two weeks. Really? So my training was eight weeks. They're moving it to six weeks starting in January. Mine was six weeks. Okay. But I still feel like that was too long. Yeah, it was so long. And like the things that they make you stress about are not things that you should be worried about. No. Like it's just like unnecessary stress levels. And I don't know if this was the same for everybody, but they, I felt like they made you feel... Like, you were so lucky and fortunate to be there. And they they made sure that you remembered that, like, they had the control to take that away. Well, to me, I feel like that's your company. Probably. Like, my company wasn't like that. Uh. Like, I think they were more like, you guys are here because you 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 guys are what make the company great. It's not yeah, like, we got that. But it's not like, you better be grateful. Um, no, it's just very much of, like, a corporate environment. Yeah, maybe we, that's what I didn't like because I I'm not a big corporate corporate person. kind of yeah. person. Yeah. Um. No, I don't feel like we got that experience, but okay. I did hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
So what happens is you're um, – did you guys get your own rooms, by the way? No. Okay, so training. same with not us. You get partnered up with a stranger who's a classmate of yours, and I don't know why they did this to us, but they only had rooms with one king bed. What? And we had to share a room, yeah. Wait, I think you did tell me this. That doesn't make sense I don't think me. it's like that anymore, but it was when I started. And I was like, when I walked in, I was like, are you fucking joking me? And there was a pull-out sofa, but my roommate stayed on this pull-out for six weeks, and I stayed in the bed. I told him we could switch, or even if he wanted to jump in bed with me, like, he could. But he's like, no, he was it's okay. Gay? He was gay, yeah. Okay. But totally not my type, and he got fired, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> During um, training? After training, oh. yeah. He was kind of, like, not... Like, yeah, no one liked him. But what I didn't like about training, like, the school part was fine to me, but I just didn't... You were in a hotel, right? Yeah. I didn't like the people. Like, I got along with all my classmates, but, like, being around... Like, I wouldn't hang out with any of them as friends. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I can be cordial and have fun with them in training, but I would only be around them because we were forced to be around each other. I wouldn't, like, hang out with them, like, after the fact. There was quite a few that I liked, but most of them, like, "Mm, I would never talk to you in life. But um, what people don't know is, like, your training pretty much just teaches you how to... Um, be effective in any sort of emergency emergency situation, but it doesn't tell you really how to do the job. No. (laughs) Like, it literally doesn't tell you how anything goes. Like, that's, like, on-the-job training. I got on the plane, and I had to ask someone to show me how to work the coffee machine. Yeah, that's how unknowledgeable (laughs) we are. And it's, like, stupidly simple, but I literally looked at it, and I was like, I don't know how this works. And, like, on top of that, like, when they load the carts and stuff on the plane, like, it's, like completely unassembled so you have to kind of like figure out what you're trying to use for that flight because you have multiple legs and you sometimes have to like save things in my company at least yeah that's different for us because we like they like really are resourceful Mm -hmm. and they don't want to like lose any money yeah just like wasting space yeah so whatever we don't have to get into logistics that but just like going through training um what people don't realize is that like literally you you do a mock evacuation or a mock like emergency situation for like every kind of emergency situation. Like some weeks you talk about like um, Arctic survival, just in case Uh you like crash land in some like (laughs) Arctic tundra, how to like survive in the desert, how to survive in the forest, how to survive in the ocean, in the ocean. Um, You like have pool day where you, the whole class jumps in a pool and you have to like save people from the water. Is that the only time you guys have to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Us too. Which honestly, they should do it every year because I think that would get rid of a lot. It would of eliminate people so many people, and I who would are love too it. old to be saving. Too lives. fucking old. Like get our seniority up, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say I work with this one guy, and I was gonna say his name. You know what? He probably don't listen to this podcast. I'll just not say his name, but he's old, and <laughs> he has tremors. And for sure, if his Aww. ass got in a pool, he would drown. Like that's how old of a flight attendant he is. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, you worked with somebody after training or something? Yeah, after training. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I went back for, like, my uh, research, my recertification, like, six months after I was done with training, uh-huh. first of all, I was like, this is way too soon to have to be doing it, but it was so easy because it was so fresh. Right. I was there with these, like, what we call senior mamas, and they were like, <laughs> Cheryl, can you believe we have this now? And I'm like, you didn't know we had this? Like, because it was something that I had, you know, if, if they were talking about, like, a piece of equipment that yeah. we have that, you know, for a specific emergency. They're just, like, so clueless because they've been doing it for so long. And I get it because the aviation industry and the regulations. Change so often. Yeah, like, they're always being updated and changed. And so I understand that. But I'm like, you would be fired in a heartbeat if you had to actually. Out of training, for sure. Yeah, if you had to go through training, actual training, you'd yeah. be fired. 
for us, we acquired like new airplanes halfway through my career, and we had like a day training on these new aircrafts. And literally, like all of us got on board, and we we're like. Oh, let's hope to God there's nothing emergency-wise needed because we don't know where anything's at. Because it was like an online computer training. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, but yours... See, like, again, like, this is where our companies are different. You guys have the same... Like, your emergency equipment is in the same spot on every airport. That's not true. It's not? Uh-uh. It's all different. But I mean, like... They try to get it as similar as possible, but it's What not. I mean, though, is, like, we have... A you whole know, bunch say of different like six different versions of one aircraft, yeah. and the equipment is in different places on all six yeah. versions. Yeah, so that's why like they don't make us memorize where it is, but they will say like you know because generally speaking, in the aft right aircraft overhead bin, you'll find like this set of equipment on every aircraft. You know, like so generally speaking like you have to know out of training for us we have to know where every single piece of equipment is they'll have like a diagram of the plane and you have to write where it's at (laughs) it's like ridiculous but um i i feel like all this is kind of like not that interesting but the one interesting thing that i feel like when i say people are like oh my god we in training have mock-ups i think every airline has a mock-up where it's literally like a gutted plane Mm -hmm. with all the equipment and seats and everything in it as if it's a real plane and even the cockpit is like mirrored as the same because just in case you have to do an evacuation through the cockpit oh we never did that yeah we had to like figure out how to open the door and like where the escape ladders and stuff are oh my god but um i think it's federal regulation i know it is for this one particular fact but the second one i'm not sure but i think it is the first fact is for every 50 seats on a plane you need one flight attendant yes so um, that's how you know how many flight attendants will be on board if you want to bring gifts. <laughs> so look at your plane configuration, see how many seats are on board, and if there's more than 50, that means there's two flight attendants. More than 100 <laughs> is three, and then more than 150 is four. Nope, that's wrong. <laughs> well, you get it. You get it. <laughs> but anyways, um, I think this second fact might be false, but I think... Each flight attendant needs to evacuate 50 people in less than a minute, right? I don't think it's a minute. Like, the whole plane has to be evacuated by a minute, doesn't it? Uh, Clearly, we're failing training. <laughs> but I know it's a certain... It's fast, but it to be fast. honest, people won't move that quickly, and there will be casualties in an emergency. Yeah, for sure. That's just what it is, though, but that's like that airline that crashed where... 75 people died because people were getting their overhead, yep. their shit out of the overhead bins. Yeah, what happened? But that's nothing we can fix. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, when people say, like, leave your belongings behind, that's why people can't get off the planes because people are trying to go. Think about when you land at a city and how long it takes to deplane. Ugh. Like, because everyone's grabbing their shit. It's like, bitch, yeah. you don't need any of that stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, and at my airline, they, like, will, like, mock different landings, like a water landing. So you have to do certain criteria for that. Mm-hmm. They'll, um, uh, fill the cabin with smoke so mm-hmm. you can't see and you have to evacuate that way you do it over the wing you do it through the back you do it to the front it's wild um we had this one like mock-up door where it was literally just a door like a you know regular boarding door and <clears throat> the window that you look out of is computerized so like we would do you know like um okay, you're going to sit in the jump seat and we're going to go in for an emergency landing. And that's all you know. Uh-huh. And one of the first rules after an emergency landing is like you have to assess outside of the window to see if it's safe to evacuate. And they've like computerized these like screaming voices. So like 
they'll play the screaming voices because they're like, well, it's going to be loud in the airplane like yeah. when, you know, something happens. So there's all these people that are like, ah! <laughs> like screaming. And then you look out the window and like suddenly it'll be filling up with water. And you have to be like, bad exit, go forward. <laughs> or like you look out and it'll just be like fire in the window yeah. and you're like, bad exit, go forward. <laughs> or sometimes it's like, just beautiful and sunny and green and you're like come this way leave yeah. everything <laughs> but That's it is kind of weird that we all have different commands yeah. i feel like that should be universal i agree one of my favorite facts that i learned in training is that at my company our old command one of our old commands was <laughs> when we were like coming in for landing in an emergency was um bend over grab ankles yeah and i was like why did we get rid of that <laughs> <laughs> and so one time during uh uh during an evacuation or like a, a drill, I did that because I was like, my teacher was obsessed with me. And my classmates were like, you're so lucky he's in love with you. And I'm like, I know. But during one of our evacuations, I was like, bend over, grab ankles, bend, <laughs> bend over, grab ankles. And he made me do it again. But then he kept me after and he's like, okay, all of you can go back. I'm just going to make him do it one more time. So they all left and he's like, okay, girl, I just wanted the tea. And he started talking shit on other people. And he's like, so what's going on with so-and-so? And I'm like, okay, I see what you did. Did you fuck him in the cockpit? Ew, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> You're like, ew, of course. The fuck else when I graduate? I choked him with the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Was there um, anyone you absolutely hated in training? Anybody who ever asked questions when we could have been gone. Girl. <laughs> girl. Yeah. You sit in a classroom for eight hours learning about shit you really don't care about. And then they're like, any questions? It's always the same fucking, like, three always. people. Always the same. are like, uh, yeah, so on page 52, when you talked about, you're like, oh, my God. You see it on page 52, bitch. Read it. <laughs> or just stay after and ask that question. Literally. I don't want to know the answer to I that. agree. Or I already know the answer to it, because I'm not dumb. Did anyone get kicked out? Yeah, we lost... Uh, so we had like four sections. So the way that it worked was like, I was a class. So I was the very first class of the year. And within a class, you have four sections. So you have a one, a two, a three, a four, a one starts at six. Uh, yeah. A one starts at six. A two starts at eight. A three starts at 10. A four starts at noon. And then each class goes like eight hours. I would want to start at noon. I started at eight. Which was kind of nice because I was out in a normal time. Like, I was a basic business hour, basically. Um, but well, why did, what did you ask me? Did anyone get kicked out? Oh, yeah. So A2, my section, did not lose anybody. We were the only section to, like, keep all the people that we started with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every other class lost at least two. Mm. yeah but we lost everybody in the last week of training yeah which sucks because that means you've been there for over almost a month and a half mind you not getting paid we got paid but it was like we got paid too but not getting paid it was okay yeah it was minimum wage in the state that we lived in but you're taxed in your home state yeah so i'm i'm making like half of what my state's minimum wage is but i'm being taxed my state's minimum wage Minimum wage. Well, the, just their taxes, which is New York City. So we get city tax, state tax, gov- like federal tax. It was a mess. We got $40 a day, bitch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, Chicago didn't get paid at all. Really? That food, no, he got like a food stipend and oh, that was it. They don't get paid. Yeah. That was what ours was supposed to be. The $40 was a food stipend. Oh. Virgin didn't pay either. Or they also didn't pay for your housing. Yeah. 
That's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they say that we want you to look for a place because you're probably going to get based there. So that's why. Oof. I know. Um, we, we lost quite a few people in training. Did you? Yeah. Um, some of them... Like throughout the whole process? Yeah, some of them didn't embody the company spirit, they said. <laughs> um, someone was late. I felt really bad for one of the one of the kids. He um, made it all the way through, passed his IOE, which is like your sign-off flight. Like you do a flight as a working flight attendant, but as like a trainee. So yeah. you have to do it to show that you're like competent, whatever. But he showed up five minutes late. Oh, fuck. Still made it on the flight, but showed up five minutes late and he wasn't in uniform. But completed it. Oh, you guys had to wear your uniform? Yeah, because you're like a working flight attendant. And then oh. um, the next day went to class and literally that's the last thing you do the next day would have been graduation they had to let him go Ugh. but the class before me they like stressed this after graduation a mom graduated the class before right Uh and then the daughter graduated in that class and the the mom pinned her wings on her daughter for graduation and then that night they went to a bar oh my god um you're not supposed to be in a bar in clothes right uniform uniform but the 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 what's it called the restaurant they went to i guess was overbooked so they're like they just forgot and they're like oh let's just eat in the bar since it's open seating so they just put a jacket on and sat in the bar but then someone who was from corporate saw that (sighs) and reported it and both the mom and the daughter got fired see but that's what i mean about like the corporate stressing for no reason bullshit like come on come on given that circumstance like why didn't that person go up to them and be like, hey, you guys aren't supposed Just to so sit you here. Know, yeah, I actually had somebody pull me aside because I went in. I don't know if it was to get change or to order food before I went up to my room. Because the last thing you want to do when you're finally in your room after flying all day is like go back down to the bar mm-hmm. and get food. And so I went up for like, you know, one of the two. And I think it was a pilot pulled me aside and he goes, hey, just want you to know, like, sometimes people get really crazy here. I wouldn't recommend ever standing at the bar in your uniform. And I was like. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, um, I've done that in uh, the airport before. Stood at a bar? Yeah, like I was just like, oh, let me get food real quick. And as I was waiting, I sat down for my oh, food. Yeah. And I was with another flight attendant. I was like, wait, are we supposed to be sitting here? And she's like, oh my God, we got to get up. And yeah. she like freaked out. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. that's what I mean. Like there are people who just make it so unnecessarily stressful. And so it's like, for what? Stressful. Yeah. You just, know? Just like look out for each other. Yeah. If 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 they like if you said that and then they still sat there yeah fire them but sure if you see something say something politely yeah but long story short fuck training fuck it we wanted to just keep it light and kind of comedic so (laughs) i don't know where this is going to end but let's see where we can start it um we wanted to talk about what it's like being an adult now that we're in our 30s um and we feel like we are not adults still (laughs) i don't sometimes though you don't what i mean i'm very aware that i'm an adult but sometimes i like i think we're just a very different adult than like so many people who grew up before me or uh we're just in a very heteronormative life where like I still have sleepovers with my friends. Well, that's what I was going to say is the opposite for me. 
<laughs> you feel like you're a doll? I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God. Like, because I always wanted to sleep over or have sleepovers, but my parents never let me do it until I was like in high school. But when I was like a, like middle school, oh. no, younger. And I would always be like, can we please, can I please have like Matt yeah. sleepover or whatever? And they're like, no, no, no. And I was like, I can't wait until I'm an adult because I'm going to have a sleepover every single day. <laughs> and I'm always going to sleep at my friend's house. And then now, like if I'm at a friend's house till like two in the morning and it's like far. Yeah. Like, the other day, I was in San Diego with Jamie, and she's like, you could just sleep here and leave in the morning. I was like, no. She's like, it's late. I was like, I know. And it's, it took me, like, an hour and a half to drive home, but I was like, I, I, I'd rather just be in my bed. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to stay here. I don't know. There's something, like, that I still love so much about sleeping. <laughs> I was sleeping with my friends. But I meant, <laughs> like, sleeping in the bed with my friends. It, and it makes me feel like not the 30-year-old that I feel like other people think they are when they're 30. Yeah, no. Like, I'm not, like, crawling into my bed to my husband knowing that my kids are in the next room. Which is so weird because I know people who do that at this age. Yeah, You know? Yeah. I'm, like, crawling into bed at 3.30 a.m. wasted (laughs) (laughs) with, like, nacho smeared on my face. But I'd way rather be there than with kids. Like, hell fucking no. Well, yeah. Right now, yes. Oh, thousand percent now tomorrow five years <laughs> from now <laughs> 10 years from now fuck it when i'm 80 and have nachos smeared on my chest <laughs> as i'm crawling into bed i'm like damn that's 80 years of winning <laughs> i am fucking thriving <laughs> <laughs> i've thought about an alternative of like i actually think this would be like good for you not good for you but i think you'd be really good at this but fostering i thought about that that's funny you said i that. could see you fostering over yeah. like taking a kid on for the rest of their life where like this kid probably just needs you for a moment in time where they could learn a lot from yeah. you and then i would have back. kids but i don't want kids i would have like young adults yeah like 14 uh, i would go as low as 12 actually yeah 12 13 14 15 16 17 i 18. think you'd be really good at being a foster parent i think so too yeah kids nah no i'm really good with the the, the kids <laughs> i coach because they always like come to me for advice and stuff yeah um, not that I give them good advice, but they always come to me. Yeah. <laughs> when was like the first time you realized that you were an adult or like the first thing that switched in your brain where you're like, damn, being an adult sucks. Mm. Cause I feel like that's synonymous. That's when that, that, that thought kicks in. It's like, wow, adulting sucks is when you realize, oh fuck, I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me. It's when I had roommates and they would eat my fucking food. That shit would piss me off. <laughs> That's when you knew you were an adult? Yes, because I had to buy my own food, right? Yeah. I remember my dad always had yogurt for his lunch. And as a kid, I would just go in the fridge and eat all his fucking lunch food <laughs> and yogurt. And he'd be like, did someone eat my yogurt? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was me. He's like, well, why didn't you tell me before I came home so I can pick up more because I need that for tomorrow? I was like, oh, I don't know. I thought you like since you needed it I thought you would know what you needed you know but if that ever happened with me I'd be like what the fuck and now like when people are like let me pay for your lunch I'm like oh my god thank you so much (laughs) you know what I mean like when someone buys me lunch or dinner I'm like yeah I think it was when things started to only happen if I did it like what anything from like finances Mm. to laundry like I didn't do my laundry growing up. I didn't either. My but my mom was my mom took that on as like she was a stay at home mom, so she was like, Bring your clothes down to me. Yeah. You know, like 
it wasn't me being a brat like i'm not doing it she just did it like that was part of what she did as you know her role um but like little things like that where all of a sudden i was like oh fuck if i don't do it nobody else is going Mm -hmm. to you know, mm-hmm. and it was like over time, those things just kind of got bigger than laundry. And I was like, oh, oh, I see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I also think it realized I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think that also kicked in when I realized my parents don't know everything. And suddenly, totally. suddenly I was making decisions based on what I just felt like was a better decision for me than what maybe was beneficial for our family totally you know because making a decision for six people versus just one even if it's just a little preference of like Mm -hmm. i'd rather eat this than this Mm -hmm. um all of a sudden i was like oh i can do that Mm -hmm. i can make that decision for just me and i don't have to clear that with anybody Mm -hmm. you know um especially having moved away at 18 i was so far i was so far and i i relied on my mom twice a day every day when i first moved out and I, I remember before I left, I was like, don't expect me to call you. Like, I'm going to be busy, blah, 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 blah. I called that bitch. I was like, I'm at Target. Is this too much to pay for detergent? Like, I didn't know <laughs> shit. Um, but you know then, she loved it. Oh, she ate it up. But then, like... She did on purpose. She didn't want to... Yeah. Like, she didn't tell <laughs> She, she made shit. me dependent as fuck so exactly. that I could never not need her. Exactly. Um, but, like, uh, over time, I was like, oh, wait, I like making this decision by myself. I like knowing that... I can go out and and there are moments where I'm like, oh, I kind of wish somebody was like waiting for me to come home. But also there were nights where I was like, I'm happy nobody's waiting for me to come home because I'm not coming home till tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was little things like that that just built up over time. And I was like, all right, this is this is going to be like the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like all my adulting stuff circles around food. <laughs> <laughs> like legit. Like it, that for you. it stresses me the fuck out to go to a grocery store and figure out what I need to yeah. keep me alive. Yeah. Like, I just want someone to make it for me. But we're very much a generation of not cooking. Oh, for sure. We can, but we're not. Like, yeah. We don't. Like, I feel like it was, like, common for people one generation before us to know how to make things without recipes. Uh-huh. Because they, like, passed it down. Yeah. I know how to cook. Like, to prepare things, but to, like, piece it together, I wouldn't know how much to put what in what mm-hmm. to, like, make it taste good. Yeah. Like, I know what it would taste like if I added it, but I wouldn't know how much to add to be like, oh, that's, that, yeah, 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 that's yeah. the perfect amount. I wonder if there's this, uh, I'm sure there are, I'm sure there's a thousand of these, but, like, cooking for one also. Because I... Girl. I'm somebody, I hate leftovers. Same. I don't want it. Same. I'll eat my, my fill in one sitting and then the rest I give to my roommates Same. or whoever wants Same. it. Same. That's why when people are like, oh, you save so much money cooking at home. I'm like, I don't because I yeah. don't feel desire to eat it yeah. again. No. So it literally goes in the trash. Yeah. Um, but there's, sh- I'm sure there are cookbooks for like making something for one. But even that becomes such a waste because you're like, I'm buying all these ingredients for one time. One time. I'd rather just buy out for $12. And, and- like what's annoying <laughs> is like when you're, I mean, this is more just being single for me, not, not being an adult. <laughs> but I'm going to go there. It's annoying when you cook for yourself and it takes like an hour, right? You have to know that you're hungry before you're actually hungry. hungry. You have to start cooking in anticipation that you're hungry. (laughs) Because if I'm starving, the last thing I want to do is cook. I'll just go get something. Yeah. But then after you're done eating it, you're spending another hour cleaning it up. Uh And people are like, oh, do it while you're cooking. And I'm like, I still do that. But that's still another hour. Like, no. 
Like, I, mm-hmm. if, if I'm cooking something, I want something that is so gourmet I can get it at a restaurant. I'm not trying to make a motherfucking sandwich yeah. or, like, some spaghetti bitch, okay? <laughs> if I'm making pasta, you best believe I'm making homemade lasagna, okay? <laughs> With fresh everything. Oh, that sounds so good. Like, this morning I made breakfast, and this is why I feel like it's not... I had an everything bagel with um, salmon Nova Lux, mm. um, uh, avocado. I like cherry tomatoes with a little bit of um, feta cheese, uh-huh. um, some salt, some pepper, yeah. olive oil drizzle. Like, see yeah. what? That's like, I, who am I? Like the fuck? Just eat a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Move on with your day. But I'm like, no. And then I, I rode my bike from where I live in Long Beach to Second Street is about, I would say, a good six or seven mile yeah. bike ride. And I was like, let me get out of the house because like I don't need to spend money. So if I'm going to, I need to make it act like I have to work for it, right? Because yeah. then I feel like, oh, I worked for that money. I rode my bike seven miles one way to get Fields Coffee and then rode my bike back because I was like, I want coffee with this breakfast that I'm about to have. <laughs> Wait. You did that all before you cooked? No. Oh. I didn't have coffee for today, but tomorrow I'm going to have the same breakfast. <laughs> but now I have coffee with it. Gotcha. And I made like a whole picture of it. Mm. So it's like... Can you eat the same thing? No. I mean, for oh, breakfast, like, it's, consi- it's uh, fine. Consistently, can you eat the same thing? For breakfast, yes. Oh. But like if I make something like a dish, I won't eat it for another year. Not even joking. Oh, really? Swear to God. Yeah, I won't eat it for a year. But like it's weird because like I'll eat... Well, yeah, no, because like, like for instance, when you make pasta, you have pasta for like three months. It's so much for one person. Yeah, and if you have pasta for three months, you're not wanting pasta for another year. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I just had pasta when I went to Barcelona, but I can't tell you the last time before Barcelona that I had had yeah. Italian. Yeah, and like you can say like, oh, well, just use the one chicken breast for pasta if you're making like chicken pasta, right? And save the sauce and use it in a different dish, and then like save the rest of the pasta and use. It. I'm like, no. nah, bitch. Like that that has been done. We're on to the we're on to so. the new now next. Yeah. yeah, like I can't be fucking with pasta no more. That was like the old me. You know, you gotta shed that that old layer. Like the fuck, I'm trying to be an adult. Like I gotta grow up and move on. Like who am I? I can't live in my childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> Just so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is also when I knew that like oh fuck I'm an adult when I was having conversations with my dad and he was like telling me stuff about their marriage and I was like Ugh! oh right <laughs> like ruining fantasies you know suddenly I mean? you're like a friend or therapist yes, versus like, like a son that they're like it, shielding you from exactly the truth. like it's yeah. different when like you as a friend and we're like equals and we talk about our woes and relationships not that my parents really had woes but like my dad was like talking about my mom in a way that like yeah. I've never heard him talk about her and it really isn't that deep but I was just like wait what is going on <laughs> like yeah. I'm not old enough and then I remember he cussed and my dad's not a cusser and I was like wait the fuck and i was like oh we can cuss now okay <laughs> oh i'm grown <laughs> what are you gonna do you yeah. ain't my daddy <laughs> see i think my mom always kind of included me on adult conversations so i was i am the oldest of four and i'm the oldest by four years before the next one mm. and then they're all only 16 months apart so i was always kind of uh, led into both worlds where i was like still sheltered as a kid but i was also included in things that i i don't think most kids would have been included in yeah um also i think my mom and i had like a bond because the first few years of my life it was just her and i right you know like my dad left her my biological dad left her when she was pregnant with me so when i was born we had that like bonding time right um and then when i when my sister was born my next sibling 
um, I was old enough to want to help my mom with things. So I was like, I want to help you cook dinner. I want to help you do this Mm -hmm. or that, you know? And it's not like I could actually do much, but there was just that distinction between um, obviously being her kid, but then also being like, when I was in my early teens, like, let Shane make the drinks for the adults who are here, you know? Where like, I shouldn't have been making alcoholic drinks, but whatever, like, that's just how I grew up, Yeah, yeah. you know? Which I think Um, is common. It's not like you're yeah. drinking any if you were at your home, so it's like good. right. I, yeah, I started drinking at fifteen, but I, that didn't make me feel adult. Yeah, that made me feel cool. That didn't make me feel like an adult. Right. You know, because I was right. very irresponsible. Right. Yeah, I never drink and drive though, so don't do that. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad that we're making strides in that sense into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something I was gonna ask you about. I don't even remember though. Fuck. <laughs> did you do laundry growing up? Um, I did not. No, I did really? not. Really? Yeah. Oh, that surprises me. Um, I know it's weird because I actually had a very rich childhood as far as like my mom was like a stay-at-home type mom too and she okay. did everything for us. Uh. Um, like I didn't even have to make my bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Like she wanted to do everything for us. Oh. And it was only because it's very like me where it wasn't a good enough job. So she's like, I would have to do it but anyways. But like me. True. <laughs> true yeah but like i had that mentality too of like i'd rather just do it because i know it would get it done the way i wanted it to rather than it being like oh yeah you do it and then like having to undo what you just what they just did but um yeah but like i don't know i guess it translated into my adult life because i was so used to everything being so clean that Uh i wanted it clean so now i keep it clean yeah and it's really frustrating when i like i'm not as clean as you like you're ocd nobody is but I get irritated when, like, things are dirty. Like, my last roommate would make food, and um, she would, like, leave a dirty pan on the stove mm. for a day. Mm. And I'm like, who the fuck does that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Not to, like, dog on her, but, like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't even know where to go from there. Like, just wrap that shit up. Put it in a Tupperware. Like, uh-huh. that's just gross. But I'm like come I come from like a very Asian background where like everything has a place, mm. you know. And when you take it out, you always have to put it back. I come from a very place. white background, and everything still has a place. <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah. Do you wear shoes? But in the also, house? not not since I've been in New York City. But that's so weird because when I go home to Chicago or uh, California, everyone wears their shoes everywhere because it's not as dirty as New York City is, where you're like on a subway. You know what I mean? Like, I there's still just, think it's disgusting. I don't like. It is gross, but like, for some reason, when I go back home to Chicago, like, unless it's raining outside or snowing, I'll, everybody just walks through anything like with their shoes, and that's how I grew up. And so, like, it doesn't bother me. But there's something about New York that is like so gross and dirty to me. Edward was actually the first person who pointed that out. He's like, "Do you think about all the stuff?" Because I didn't always do that in New York. But he's like, do you think of all the stuff that you walk, like literally the piss that you walk through in New York? And I'm like, no. And then I started thinking, I'm like, I'm barefoot in my room all the time. And I'm just like waltzing through my room with my shoes on. Yeah. Like that is so, and then so I'm like gross. sleeping in my bed in those shoes. Um, <laughs> but see little things like that where I think even if I was in my like early twenties and I was living in New York City. I probably wouldn't think that way. Even mm-hmm. if it was pointed out to me, I'd be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's like more of the adult where I'm like, ew, I don't want that in my room, yeah. you know? Um, 
What do you hate most about being an adult? Um, it sucks because I feel like we often have this misconception that like everybody else has it together and we're just like Ooh. failing. And, like, really nobody has their shit together. It's so true. That is, like, the real statement. And it's crazy because, like, even when you think about... And you have said this earlier. That's what I was going to say earlier. But this ties into this, too. It's, like, you look up to your parents thinking they have all the answers. But, really, they were just making it up as they go, Mm -hmm. like we're doing currently. Yeah. I remember having a discussion with my dad. And he was saying how much he made when he was my age. And at his age, being 30, I think my brother was... I want to say, like, five around that age, and I was, like, around four. I can't imagine having two kids right now. No. And supporting them, because my mom didn't work. She was, like, a home mom. Yeah. And he was making less than I do now. Oh, my God. And they were... Granted, it was, like, in the 90s, and it was in Kansas. Yeah. So, like... It was a different time. But regardless, like, bitch, I could really take care of myself. Like, I have $300 in my bank account and $800 on my credit card. This is, well, this is at an all-time low right now. Like, usually it's not that bad. I yeah. usually like to have about three grand. I mean, I have savings and shit. I mean, you don't need to know my financial situation, <laughs> so get out of my motherfucking business, okay? But I will say that I feel broke, yeah. and it is stressing me the fuck out, because if I had kids, I'm like, y'all. You're going to have to go home with, like, American cheese on bread. You know what I mean? Like, But that's kind of what we ate. Like, a true. grilled cheese. Like, you know oh, what I mean? you're so right. I didn't think of that. But I, I understand what you're saying. Like, and that means we were in poverty as kids. <laughs> for real. Well, that was in college uh, one time. Taylor. You know mm-hmm. Taylor. Justine mm-hmm. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I was good friends with her, and she's from Texas. She's an only kid. Like, her family was... I wouldn't... I'm not going to, like, say she was rich, but, like, her family was well off. off yeah. And... Um, and I was very, like, I would say upper middle class, I guess. Like, we always, I don't think we could always afford what we had, but we always had what we needed and then some. Yeah. Um, And I remember talking one time about Hamburger Helper. And Taylor goes, I remember when we ate that. My family, <laughs> my family was so poor then. And I was like, really? We ate that, like, when we were not poor. <laughs> like, all the time. Like, once a week we ate that. <laughs> but it's just like. Wait, what, what were we talking about just before that? About being broke. Oh, and like, yeah. Like, yeah. But if I think now to, like, what I would have to provide to, like, even two other people, even Hell if no. I just had a partner and Hell a no. kid, I couldn't do it. Hell no. I could not do it. Because, okay, like a plane ride. A plane ride to vacation, but then a hotel room. And then food and then for food. the family. Any gifts. It, like, too much. Too much. We're going to a beach. And I In don't New under- Jersey. Like, when I think of kids like that, I'm like, no fucking way do I want that. Like, no fucking way. But I will say, I was in the shower yesterday. Last night, I was, like, shampooing my bald-ass head. <laughs> and I was, like, thinking, because, you know, you only got, like, a minute yeah. or less, because it doesn't take long to shampoo right. this hair. <laughs> I hope not. But in this long... Qu- <laughs> Your this- eyebrows. <laughs> I was shampooing my eyebrows. <laughs> Which, by the way, I was, like, shaving my head the other day. And um, oh. I literally just kept going down my body. I shaved my entire body. I saw that actually. That I saw your legs were shaved. But I've seen you with shaved legs before. Head to toe shaved my body. You're just like I was in the shower. Rat. Not even kidding for two hours. <laughs> oh my god. god! I used a whole canister of shaving cream. I was that bored. That's that's why I'm not a good adult. 
<laughs> that's why I need someone to tell don't me. Don't you what think to that's do. kind of the standard of our generation, though? Like doing shit like that, just because we're like we don't know what else to do. It's we like don't either know what that else to do. or just like be depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't know what else to do. We can't always afford to do no. something else. Like <laughs> literally, that's what I said. Shaving cream is cheap. Though. I was like, I don't want to go out. So what can I do in the house that like? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not even kidding. I was oh, like, I was watching Netflix. Watching. I was watching Netflix and I was like, I need to do something. I was like, but I don't want to like leave the house because I know I'll spend money. So yeah. I was like, oh, I got to shave my head. Let me shave my head. And I was like, I got time. Why don't I just keep shaving my body? <laughs> and then while I was in the shower, like my leg hair was too long. It kept like clogging the razor. So I had to like get out, dry my legs, use a electric trimmer, trimmer to oh trim it God. down and then get back in the you shower. You really went in. I went in, bitch. I did that to my butt the other day. You I know don't why, like shave my butt though. No, I don't either. But the thing is, I'm I have a very hairy butt and lower back, just lower back though. And I love it when it's like it needs to be trimmed because I have very like soft hair. So it's not like oh masculine uh-huh. hairy man. It's just like you should clean that up. But it takes so long to use a guard on a trimmer because it's not like I I just like you know shave uh-huh. it all the way down. And it just takes so unnecessarily long that the other day I was like, I'm over this. And I used the other end of the trimmer, which is like, a, like makes your skin smooth. Uh-huh. It shaves it so sh- short. And I was like, no, I won't have to do it again until at least January. But it, yeah. I would get my asshole waxed. The only thing is I... I've had that and it, uh, I paid $75 for something. $75? That, this was like when men didn't do this regularly. Uh. So like there was a place in Orange County that... It was, uh, what was it called? Manscaped? Some, I don't know. It was something. Um, and I went in and it was like after tip and everything. It was like $75. Hell no. That shit grew up back in a week. And I was yeah. like, what did I just pay $75 for? I want to get it waxed. But the only thing is last time I shaved my asshole, when I sweat, I thought I sharted. Because yes. I'm not used to getting yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to feeling sweat between my butt I, cheeks. I farted on the plane today and it was so loud because my it's bare between my butt cheeks <laughs> and normally the hair will like muffle the sound a little bit mm-hmm. i had what my grandpa used to call cheek flappers that's funny yeah but as i was saying <laughs> bringing it back oh right right right, right. <laughs> i was shampooing my bald shampooing your hair is what I and mean. i was thinking man i wish i was in a relationship so i could share this mortgage with someone <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like i want a partner to share a life with i was like damn if i met someone and they moved into my house I would make them pay half this mortgage and I would be saving so much money. <laughs> That's literally what I thought. I thought you were going to say so that they could shave me. Cause I had, <laughs> I made Nathan do that. And then Vinny do that. Oh uh, no. Where I was like, I'm too tired to bend over and look through my legs. To I've shaved there. I've shaved, um, Kyle before. Have when you? we were dating, yeah, because like he's like in he's, his he's hairy, yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> this is probably way too much information. I don't think so, but I don't give a fuck. I love embarrassing Kyle, and he has a hairy <laughs> he butt. Listen. But I love hair, so I was like, yeah, not, it was not a problem. But we were having sex like quite frequently, and it was like hurting with all the rubbing because of the oh, hair. Yeah. And like when he shaves, his... it does chafe your dick when yeah. you're having sex with. Hair. I didn't want to get that vulgar, but oh, bury sorry. that. <laughs> and so um i had him shave his butt hair but he's like i don't want to i was like i'll do it i was like since i'm enjoying it yeah like since i'm about to devour it <laughs> i should like at least prep the meal you know like cook the meal before i go in hunter gather um, <laughs> hunter gatherer yeah um but <laughs> yeah this is why we're not very good adults <laughs> <laughs> and it's annoying because like all my friends are having kids, and literally, I'm like, well, there goes that friendship. 
because I'm not fucking wanting to hang out. And they're like, Brian, like, no, you're you're just saying that. I was like, no, it's for real. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> like Kenosha, she's like, come out to Japan. And I'm like, are your kids going to be there? She's like, yes. I was like, then I can't go. And literally, like, when she came out they to... They live out there, of course, I they're know, be there. but, like, have them baby, get a babysitter or something. I don't know. When she came back to California before she went to Japan, she's like, can we hang out? And I was like, only if your kids aren't with you. She's like, Brian. And I was like, I'm being dead serious. I was like, I don't want to spend time with your kids. Because I was like, I know it's going to be about them the whole time we're together. Yeah. And she's like, they have to, like... Her husband was, like, still in yeah. D.C., whatever. And so I was like, okay, what do you want to do? And she's like, let's go to Disneyland. And it was, like, Goodbye. so annoying. Like, it was fine. We had a fun day, but yeah, I was, like, so over it. When they're so young, though, it has to be about them because they're so dependent. But, like, even sitting there trying to have a conversation with her, like, she has two kids now. The older one was like, mom, mom, yeah. mom. But, like, not sentences, just screaming. Mm-hmm. And it was like... And I was like, girl, like, I can't. And I literally was like, girl, like, stop. Like, you're, I can't, Kenosha. You called him, girl? Well, first I looked at him, I was like, girl. I was like, Kenosha, <laughs> girl, get your son. <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, Cassie has a baby. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to hang out with your son either. Like, it's just annoying. He's so cute. He is really cute. All their babies are so cute. They're so Kenosha's annoying. Kenosha's kids, Cassie's so annoying. kids. So annoying. I don't give a fuck how cute you are, but... Like, legit, I don't want to hang out with you and your kids. Like, you chose to have a kid, so you take care of it. I'm sorry, but, like, we can only hang out when you're not with them. <laughs> like, straight up. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, I don't want to be around your kid. What are you going to do if there's ever a time where, like, all your friends have kids? I guess I'll have to make new friends. <laughs> or have no friends in general. Like, legit. No. Oh my god, absolutely. And like, I don't understand why they don't want to get away from their kids. If I had a kid, and I honestly mean this, because, like, not to, like compare their kids to like animals but like when i had tokyo i wanted to get away from tokyo from time to time like almost all the time yeah you need a break <laughs> well i mean i gave oh gave them you away, gave him away. <laughs> so like maybe that's you do the- need a break from that but I that's think. what i mean like i'm like why don't you just have your husband watch your kids like yeah. the fuck like i don't understand like but i also think that it's this like residual um guilt like parent guilt where they're so dependent on you because you're the only one who's been there 99% of the time. See, if I had... That leaving them, it's already in your mind, like, I'm in the wrong to have left them. I don't like think I would feel that way. I don't think you would. <laughs> no, you absolutely But that's not. why I don't understand why people don't. And people are always like, if you had kids, you'd feel differently. I'm like, I can guarantee you 100% I would not feel differently. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, 100% not. Yeah. Um. So, about that, if you had kids... Um, how would you raise your kids? Like, would you spank them? Maybe. I would. If I was mad enough, probably. I wish Spanky would come back. Yeah. Because I remember being so scared of my family. I mean, technically, you can still do it. You just can't leave a mark. No, well, I mean, like, I feel like there was, like, a new wave of parents where, like, oh, they're, yeah. they're high schoolers now. Where they were, like, these are the kids that got counting. Like, they're, like, mm-hmm. Billy, I'm going to give you three seconds, one two billy don't listen he don't listen now as a high schooler <laughs> billy is fucked up spank billy billy needs to get punched in the throat that's what i needs feel to like you asked me about this just so you could talk about spanking i well no that was just the first thing that <laughs> came know. to mind but like i absolutely would spank my kids yeah i remember thinking like i loved my parents and i was never like scared of them but when i got in trouble all they would have to do is like give me a look and i was like Ooh! uh-huh and i turned out great yeah <laughs> With all this trauma, <laughs> like twitching when I see a stick. <laughs> um, I feel like if I raised kids, I would be like, I think I would be like a tiger mom. 
mm. like super on top of everything that they were doing and yeah. like don't do this don't do that uh what did i say like well you were like that with tokyo when you i was that. but like everyone would say oh my god tokyo is so good like he's so trained yeah. i'm like i know i don't let that motherfucker get out from <laughs> anything mind you i just went over and visited sydney the other day yeah and food fell on the ground motherfucker got up and went and ate it i was like are you feeding him she's like no of course i mean i didn't care it's, i was like i don't care you can tell me it's not my dog like because it's she's what you know she took yeah. ownership and she was like well i mean like when we drop stuff he's like my little vacuum and I was like, seeing, yeah, no, fuck that shit. Like, if any, if Tokyo ever, like, if I dropped something on the floor and Tokyo w- would go for it, I would, like, go off on him. And now he doesn't, like, anytime, well, when I had him, anytime there was food on the floor, like, never, <laughs> like, didn't even know what the fuck to do. Like, he you didn't, didn't let Tokyo um, sleep in your bed, did you? Nope. Mm. So, he, like, he doesn't even jump on furniture. Because I didn't want furniture, yeah, like I didn't I want him to shed. So like, even if you're like, "Come on, Tokyo," like pat the bed, he won't jump up there. <laughs> and then I remember um, Sydney, or not Sydney, uh, Jen was watching Tokyo, uh-huh. and she was she was like, "Oh my god, look, Tokyo's on the bed." And I was like, "Really? How'd you get him up there?" She's like, "We had to lift him and put him on the bed." <laughs> and I was like, "Was he freaking out?" She's like, "Yeah, the whole time he looked like he was like, I can't do this, like just like stressed out to the max, <laughs> like panting." I was like, "Yeah, he knows better." Yeah, but I feel like that's how my kids are gonna be, where like. Mm they're not going to be Adeline at all. And you know, like the kids who are like super quiet on the plane and like to yes, themselves and just thank favorite. you. Those are the kids that I would have. Uh-huh. Like, I want to raise my kid kind of like a little adult. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cause I know there's like this whole thing of like kids grow up too quickly now. Cause they're so overexposed to so many different uh-huh. things. But like, I love little kid fashion now, like Zara kids. I'm like, I want to dress them like a little adult, like yeah. make them look cute and mature. But also, like, more than that, I still want them to interact with kids their age. And, like, I don't mean... I want them to only be around adults. Like, I don't mean that, but... um, Maybe it was Edward who introduced me to this. But he's like, you can't always talk to a kid like a baby. No way. Like, you have to... He's like, yeah, get on their level so that you're not, like, towering over them, looking down on them. But, like, get on their level and be like, instead of being like... Why did we do that? Yeah. Be like, what made you do that? Yeah. You know, like make them comprehend that they're one and the same as everybody else in right. this world. You know? I mean, at a certain point, obviously, when they're too young to yeah, 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 draw yeah. the correlation. But I 100% agree. And it's yeah. like when people say kids grow up too fast, I think that's when they're like experiencing trauma. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think it's more of like girls who are wearing like little crop tops and booty shorts at eight. But and even regardless, like, well, that shouldn't exist. why it's, I think, I think that that's, it's, you know, why it's, sexualizing it's, a little you, girl, but she's not trying to do that to sexualize her. What's no, happening now? Wait, what's happening is people are putting sexual connotations on what she's wearing. So what happens is the adult yeah. that's making that girl seem sexual is they're uncomfortable with that, which is why they don't like, uh, but do you think a, a little kid. girl's butt should be hanging out of her shorts? I don't give age? a fuck. Because oh. I'm not trying to fuck a little girl. So if her butt's hanging out, I don't feel sexual over that. I mean, I think it's it's inappropriate in the sense of, like, yeah. what a normal standard is. Because if a grown woman's ass was hanging out or even a grown man's ass, it would make me do a double take. Would I say anything? No, because I'm like, that's their life. Yeah. Um, And I'm no one to judge if you want to dress your kid like that. But I'm also, like, if her ass is hanging out, it's not like she's, like, trying to be a stripper when she grows up. Do you know what I mean? Like, but that's the connotation that you give an eight-year-old girl mm-hmm. who dresses like a quote-unquote stripper. It's like, 
Nah, that doesn't translate. I'm sorry, but it yeah. doesn't. What translates is someone being like, you going to be a stripper when you grow up? Then she's like, wait, what is that? Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're putting those, like, judgments on it. But no. Mm. No. That's and no. like you know like even when like little kid who they dance and they're like shaking their butt or whatever yeah it's like they they get it from people who are doing it as an older mm-hmm. like when they go to Millennium and stuff like professional dancers but also I'm like they don't know what they're doing yeah they no. don't see it as a sexual thing monkey they're just like do. They're literally just monkey see monkey do right like yeah. if if they if they were standing in class and they were clapping and like they were getting praised for clapping they would keep clapping oh but, with their hands yeah their hands <laughs> 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 if little Susie was clapping her ass and getting praised <laughs> <laughs> clapping their hands yeah they would be like oh my god they would keep doing it yeah but because you're like making a reaction to her shaking her butt or him shaking his butt he's gonna do it because they're just getting that that validation yeah so i'm like it's the adults sexualizing the child not the child being sexual and now you're like oh she's growing up too fast girl you'd put that on her and now she's like living into the truth that you're giving her yeah. you know what i mean Sometimes it's hard for me to be mature around kids when they do some stupid or funny shit. Why? And like, you know, when kids like talk back and they say something funny and you're not supposed to laugh because it encourages them and their parents want them to like know that they're in trouble. Sometimes I can't help but laugh. And I don't think that if it was my kid, I would be able to not laugh still. I I laugh. Like with the kids that I coach, they'll say something and they'll laugh. And I'm like, okay, no, you know, like you can't say that. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because it's inappropriate. I still laugh though. But it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> like when little kids swear, I think it's the funniest I thing. Because like what you just said, they have no idea what they're saying. Yeah. But if they're like, <laughs> like, I just watched this mom when her kids were coming in from school. She, oh, what did she have? She pretended to put something like through her lip or something. And she was laying on the ground and she like had fake blood. And her little boy came in and he started like screaming bloody murder. I'm I'm like watching this video already laughing. And then the girl comes in and she starts crying. And they're both screaming. They're like, mom. And finally she like sits up and she starts laughing. She takes it out or whatever it was. And the little girl goes, fuck you. And I, I lost it. And her mom was like, hey. And her mom wasn't mad at her because like I get that. But like when little kids say something funny like that, I'm all, that's funny as shit. Yeah. Like they've only heard you say fuck you. They know it's a negative thing. Like they know it's bad, but they don't understand the, like the level of, uh, what's the word I'm looking Magnitude for? Of Magnitude of like, of, like, of like what they're saying. Yeah. Or, but even with that said, like I don't find it offensive for a kid to cuss. Like, I cuss. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but it's. I think it, that comes from more of like the world that we're in, where people will call DCFS on you for like DCFS, mis- uh, something protective child services. Oh. Like, but here's the thing with that. It's like to me, it's like their words. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yes, yeah, words have power. Like, clearly, we're only speaking words on this podcast. Yet, we think that what we're saying is so important. Yeah, but again, like, take it back. Like, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Like. Are they killing anyone? Are they growing up to be a murderer? Are right. they thieving? Are they stealing? No. Like, yeah. Fuck that shit. Focus your energy on something else than a child saying fuck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like stupid. And they say that when people cuss, they actually have usually a higher IQ. Hmm. People with higher IQs are more vulgar. As we talk about all this, I can just only think about all the things that I could buy if I didn't have a kid. Bitch. You know what I think about is all the things I could buy if I was um, had money. <laughs> <laughs> if I 
had money. If I was in a be- if I was a better adult, I always say like, oh, this new year I'm gonna um, budget, and then I budget and realize how much money I waste on food, so I stop budgeting because it stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real statement though, for real. I'm like, let me budget, and then I'm like, oh my god, I spent twelve hundred dollars on food this month, and I was like. I don't need to see that negativity in my life. <laughs> I'm out here trying to thrive and things like this are trying to pull me down. Fuck that shit. So I was like, let me delete this mint app. Do you think <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Delete, delete, delete. Do you think it's immature for us to do things like buy five dollar coffees and twelve dollar sandwiches? This is this and- is me, okay? Life is hard enough. <laughs> if that twelve dollar sandwich just made you happy, yeah. right? Like if that five dollar cup of coffee like getting that pumpkin cream cold brew (laughs) i look forward to that shit when i buy it right i haven't gotten in a long time but when i was into it i was like oh my god i can't wait to get that yeah it made me happy yeah okay i like yeah sure could i have saved money but like i would rather eat that drink that yeah you know like girl like i agree i don't know where i'm going with that but yeah no i don't um, what is the threshold yeah like is that smart or is it smart to buy like a new shirt do you know what i mean like that's just as wasteful yeah well i love that you do like food and shopping (laughs) literally i don't even shop though i like just do food because to me i like to invest in experiences (laughs) eating is an experience i enjoy it's like a hobby of mine and travel right Mm -hmm. like i don't care about shoes i don't care about clothes i don't give a fuck about cars or anything like that but i'll save up and that's what's weird if i if i spend like over 40 dollars on shoes i like freak out because every time i put those shoes on i think man i spent 40 dollars on these (laughs) i will drop a hundred dollars on one mil and not blink an eye i know and shit that shit out the next morning and be like damn that was good and just think that was worth it but because i never see it again like if i had that piece of shit that I pooped out that was worth $100 on my table, then sure, maybe I would think, oh my God, I spent $100 on that piece of shit. But since I since I flush it, I'm like, oh, I don't even think about it. And that's why I don't budget. Because I don't want to be reminded. I remember when you took me to Melting Pot for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And how much was it? Like $160. Yeah, it was a lot. Melting Pot's expensive. It was. But like, yeah, I agree. When I went to Barcelona, the only souvenir that I bought was a pair of shoes. And I bought them because they were $40. Yeah. In the States, they were 75 yeah. for the same exact pair. Yeah. And I was like, I, I needed a new pair of shoes. I was like, I may as well get them here. Other than that, all of my money went towards... I did splurge on a nice hotel because it was my 30th. But uh-huh. otherwise, I normally get a cheap Airbnb. And yeah. the rest of my money goes towards food. Food and, and then like a couple nights out where yeah. like I'll buy wine or whatever, but like a museum, a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think it's a waste to spend five dollars on coffee. Mm. I can see why people argue that because coffee yeah. is literally just water and coffee beans, and realistically, it should cost. Like it's if you so buy cheap, a bag yeah. of coffee, like I just today bought a bag of Phil's coffee, which mind you is higher than what like. I was at Trader Joe's. Yes. I was thinking of getting like a bag from Trader Joe's that was four dollars. I probably could, excuse me, squeeze out probably like sixty-four to ninety-six cups of coffee from that one bag that was four dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want, I, I enjoy the coffee at Phil's, so this is cheaper than getting a Phil's cup of coffee every yeah. day. So I was like, let me just get a bag. But the bag was $18. So I was like, this is already more. But you're still saving so much so money. Much money. But regardless, I'm like, yeah. I I want to enjoy what I'm drinking. Yeah. So let me just splurge on this, even though I'm making a conscious effort to save while splurging, mm-hmm. which kind of defeats the purpose. But 
fuck it, it's my life. Yeah. You know? But then that's also why I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You also own a house, so, like, whatever. Yeah, but I'm about to, like, get foreclosed on. <laughs> not here, not. I was, um, not putting out too much business, but I don't give a fuck. This friend doesn't even fucking listen to podcasts, so I'm about to put out some of the business. Oh. I won't say a name, but I don't think she'll get mad. Okay. Um, which, that's a whole nother story. I did say something, someone did get mad. It's, it's clear now, but with this disclaimer, you know who you are. No one else will know who they are. Anyways, whatever. Let me just get into it. Um, she got in trouble for buying yogurt that was like the Chobani flip cup. Mm-hmm. And the person was upset that she just didn't make the yogurt at home. Like get a, just a tub of Greek yogurt and make like oh, the right. toppings inside right. of it rather than like buy the flip cup. Because I guess they buy it from Costco and Costco didn't have it. So she was just like, oh, I'll just pick it up when I'm on my way home. And they're yeah. like, no. You can't because it's more money at the grocery store than it is at Costco. And it became a big fight. And I was like, why is it a problem to spend what? You're like saving maybe $6 after everything is said and done. But I'm like, that's just for convenience. Like, you don't want to do that because it's just easier to toss one of those and like you enjoy the flavor, whatever Uh the case is. I was like, you can make the argument with everything. Don't buy a fucking car. Ride your bike to work. Uh Like, yes. It's convenient to be in a car, but then also you could save money on insurance, on gas, on a car payment, and a bike is just one-time purchase, and yeah, it might take you there longer, but it's the same thing as, like, buying the flip cup as opposed to making it. Like, it's just for convenience. So I was like, you can say that about anything, and if it's your money and you feel like it's worth the experience to, like, say, you know, save down on time or whatever the case is that that product might bring you, so be it. Like, as long as you're not, like, fucking going bankrupt over some yogurt, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. Yeah, I about, I about lost my shit when I heard that story. I was like, but don't ask me, because I'm fucking spending $100 on food for one meal. <laughs> like, today. What? I, I wanted, I wanted <laughs> um, Blue Bull um, acai. Oh, it's the best. Acai is really good. But it's... Um, it's so overpriced. This... No, this blue blue bowl plate. Cause you know, like most acai places, they like do it per like per topping and shit. Yeah. Um, this one you can pick. It's just whatever fits in the fucking cup, but okay. they make it for you, right? Oh. And they have different bases. I'm not gonna get into it, but check it out. This should be my in season blue bowl. It's not, but check it out, blue <laughs> bowl. Anyways, um, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go here. That will be my breakfast. Like, I'm trying to spend only ten dollars per meal. That's how I decided to budget. Okay. And um. I went there and I was like, oh, it's only $10. Okay. And then I was like, well, now I want a coffee. And I was like, but I want a latte and I want it with oat milk. So that just made it more expensive. And I was like, and I don't want to just drink the coffee with like this blue bowl because I feel like it's too sweet and too bitter. Like the contrast, like it won't be enjoyable because then when I drink the coffee, it'll taste too, Mm -hmm. too bitter. When I eat the blue bowl, it tastes too sweet so yeah. i was like i need something that is a buffer to kind of like cleanse the palate so i got a croissant <laughs> this breakfast was 22 dollars, <laughs> and i was like well damn now i can't have lunch <laughs> but bitch i had lunch <laughs> and we had dinner <laughs> and we had dinner and I was like, ooh. I'll, and for dinner just now, I was like, I should I should do the combo with two tacos. Because it comes with two tacos, chips, and like a drink. But I was like, but I want three tacos. So I'm sitting there counting. I was like, okay, how much would it be if I did three tacos and a drink? And then the combo. But I want the chips. It's $3 for the guac. Fuck. 
So I just did it. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, it's an experience. <laughs> and then I spent twenty five dollars. And then eating dinner, you said, I want dessert. So we got dessert. <laughs> we went to Whole Foods of all yeah. places, and I got a brownie. <laughs> Ask me how much that brownie was. Wait, how much was it? Four dollars. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is probably going to be like a dollar, dollar fifty. He's like four dollars. I was like, hmm. <laughs> But I enjoyed it, and look at me, I'm happy and fed, so. (laughs) I'm thriving out here as an adult. (laughs) Happy with shampoo and eyebrows. And that's another thing. Why am I using shampoo when I'm bald? (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, you better believe, though, every time I take a shower, I shampoo my scalp. Oh, my God. (laughs) On that note, I gotta go. You guys, we just did a full on in season and I didn't even hit record. <laughs> That's the first time you've ever done that. Uh, that is the first I've ever done that. I got scared that you didn't record any of this episode. <laughs> no, thank God. Ugh, I'm so annoyed. I would have kicked you out of been like, I, I, it's too late. So let's hope that we get into this in season. I'm not going to try to cut it short, but I'm so over it. <laughs> so the in season for me this week, again, <laughs> is um, a podcast called Armchair Experts by Dax Shepard. Have you heard it? No, I okay. know of it. But um, it's, like, expert advice. Um, so he'll bring on, like, actual experts. But then also he'll bring on, like, um, celebrities and yeah. stuff. But this particular episode I want to bring up for this is Monica Lewinsky's episode. Because um, I know that we knew her in our lifetime. But we were, like, a little bit too young to understand Very who she young. was. Yeah. But we knew that she was, like, a big prominent figure when it comes to, like, sexual allegations and all that stuff. And yeah. the president allegedly had sex. And... There was an impeachment and all that with Bill Clinton. But I remember the media pitting her as, like, a bimbo or, like, kind of like a slut. Yeah. Um, But it's crazy now to get a new perspective on it. And this is kind of what they touch base on with the interview is that, like, with this new Me Too movement now decades later about sexual assault and stuff, it has a whole new spin on the idea of Uh who she is as a person and how the guy kind of gets away unscathed. Mm -hmm. Yet the woman goes down as, like, all these things, right? Like, Bill Clinton has this, like, diverse idea of who he is and all his characters. But then Monica Lewinsky, there's no before story. It's just this is what she did and now that's what she is, you know? For sure. And I, in this interview, they go through the, the, the mindset of who she was at that time. And she was, what I think like a 22, 24-year-old intern. She was young. And I'm thinking like at that age, I probably could have gotten taken advantage of too. Mm-hmm. And especially with like the Harvey Weinstein and stuff coming out with like big time producers or people in power, gentlemen in power who would like take their power to like solicit girls for sex and stuff like that. Um... It kind of gives you a whole new outlook on how this situation has been. Not that this is new to me, but it was just like a new take coming from her mouth, right? right. And I think the the few big things that I felt like were important is that she was like saying that like a lot of the media kind of spun it as like a service relationship where she was just serving the presidents with like blowjobs mm-hmm. and stuff. When ultimately she was like, we had a full-blown relationship. Right. Literally. It was like a equal exchange. And um, I th- I just think it's crazy that like, someone who you he probably cared about he's just gonna let hang out and dry mm-hmm. in the media yeah um and i can't imagine having that moral 
um, judgment to like if I had a relationship with someone that I actually cared about and then like people found out I don't think it would ever be a secret for me but say if I did want it as a secret and then people found out I think I would stand by that person be like yeah I actually like them they bring a lot to my life yeah. I wouldn't just be like oh my god yeah tear her apart but I get politics so it's a little bit right. frustrating because I also get frustrated with politics where they people try to spin stories in a way that like makes them seem like the best person mm-hmm. in the public eye but I just wish people were just like more open and honest in politics and, like, you didn't have to worry if, like, you're getting the right information. Like, right. it was just, like, yes, I, I, if you mess up, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> if you mess up, own it so we can move on. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you do get backlash, you should because you decided to make those choices. You right. know what I mean? And so, like, just hearing Monica's take on it, not her take, but her, her truth, yeah. you know, um, her point of view, it was very interesting because, like, I felt like I got a lot of insight. So... Yeah, that's my take for this, is that this in-season, I, I I think you guys should really listen to that episode, because it actually is really, really good. Cool. Yeah. For you? My in-season is body hair. Ooh. I'm here for it. <laughs> Before I shaved my butt the other day, I didn't... I, there was a moment where I was like, I don't want to get rid of it. I'm okay with it. Like, I was comfortable for the first time with it, but my balls just had too much hair on it, and I don't like ball hair ever. And then... Even though I, I wipe with baby wipes all the time, I just feel a little unkempt when I'm, like, shitting with, like, a hairy butthole. It kind of grosses <laughs> me out. Um, and I just feel like it, like, takes longer to get... Cl- whatever. So I got rid of it, but I was, like, comforted in the fact that knowing it would grow back. I love hairy butts. Yeah. Do you ever get You butt- like hairy anything. Anything, yeah. But hairy thighs are my favorite. Mm. Um, do you ever get, like, booty chafes? No. <laughs> That's not a thing. That is a thing. You have like three pieces of hair on your body. No, not on my butt crack. There's four. <laughs> and so on that fourth one really gets in there. <laughs> if I'm walking around Disney for a long time or like a cheer competition or I'm like sweating or like at the gym, sometimes my butt hair chafes between my butt cheeks and it like almost feels like I'm like, it's like rubbing raw. And no one, everyone always is like, what that the fuck? That just you have a fat ass. Well, maybe, but then I was, like, with another guy, and he was saying that he was uncomfortable. He was like, my butt hurts. And I was like, wait, why? And he was a straight guy. And I was like, he's like, because, he's like, this might sound weird. I was like, does your butt hair chafe? He's like, yes. And I was like, thank you. Same, bitch. Same. Yeah. So, whatever. I'm happy you two connected over there. Well, I'm happy you're growing out your ass hair. Maybe you can braid it and put seashells and beads on the ends. Cute. Puka shells. Yeah, girl. Do the thing. Do the thing. (laughs) As always, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, you know the drill. Rate, subscribe, review, listen, share, follow, la di da di da um, And then if you are listening, just go and take a screenshot and tell us if you know what we're talking about with the butt hair chafing or if you like butt hair. Because I like that. Or send us your butt hair. Ooh, I like that too. Or if you don't want to talk about butt hair, tell us what you do or do not like about adulting. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so do that for us. Either butt hair chafing, butt hair, or <laughs> um, what you do or don't like about adulting. Your biggest worries about And adulting. girls, you're included on this because I know you all grow butt hair. It's true. Yeah. And if you like a man with butt hair. Oof. They're probably going to say no. Girls don't like butt hair. I know. Um, but you can... Tag us on um, Instagram at Fruit Snacks Pod and follow us there as well because we do add stories. Um, we will load yours to our story if you tag us in your Instagram story, and then you can DM us, DM us there if you have any questions or want to talk about anything you want us to talk about on the podcast. And then you can also email us at Fruit Snacks Pod at gmail.com. 
And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you next week on Fruit Snacks. Bye. Bye.